We're just three years in our football program, but I want to tell you ahead of time, we're scheduling tough teams as we do in basketball, baseball, wrestling, because we plan, it's our plan to have our athletic program comparable to USC, to Notre Dame, to Alabama, to anybody in time. Ladies and gents, SparkPod episode 25, we've hit the quarter century mark and we'll be discussing Liberty's ASUN tournament win, possible seating projections, as well as everything else exciting happening with Liberty Athletics. SparkPod starts now. This is SparkPod. Well, this past weekend, Liberty played in, or the Liberty men's basketball played in the ASUN Conference Tournament and won. Um, great weekend for Liberty Athletics again, and specifically with the tournament, all the games I thought were a little bit close for comfort, um, and Kyle Road really played with fire all weekend, as well as Darius McGee, so Kennesaw State, Liberty won 69-59, to Darius McGee had 16, Road had 15, Chris Parker had 12, Drake Dobbs had 11, and Blake Preston was also a key player. Uh, what were some of your thoughts that you remember from that game? Yeah, I think just the fact that um, obviously it was a little close, but we pulled it out, and I thought it was good for us to play a tough game. Um, kind of gets warmed up in the first round, even against a not great team. And it was on, it was kind of like uh, the first Kennesaw State those two games yeah. where we struggled to score at the beginning, but then we were able to pull away at the end. Yeah, that's what – it was tied. I think we trailed for the most part in the first half, and then it was tied at halftime and got back, pulled away a little bit in the second half. Stetson was also a close game. Really until the end, they tried some things, and um, Liberty was able to get out, get some turnovers and transition. Ended up winning 77-64. Chris Parker led with 16, Darius McGee had 13, Blake Preston had 13, as well as a double-double, which is really big. Kyle Rode and Keegan McDowell both had nine. So what were some of your – I know you had class during that game, but what, what, what did you take away from that one? Yeah, obviously um, an interesting kind of next-round game, especially with all the higher seeds uh, losing in, in that round. I think like the two, three, and four seed all got upset, so – you can definitely see where the conference has some parity, but Liberty obviously able to pull it out and advance to the next round, which is really good. Yeah, that was the one where um, Darius was shooting a he was shooting a three a corner three, and he got fouled. Like the defender came running by him and hit his legs. I don't know if he fell down or not, but the refs blew the whistle and called it an offensive foul on Darius. Said he like kicked his feet out to try to draw the foul, but he didn't. Like, they wouldn't show the replay. It was just normal shooting motion. I'd never seen anything like it. I was so mad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, both of those games were Thursday, Friday. I skipped my my class on Thursday. Cade was only able to skip on Friday to watch the game. But uh, then the championship game was also a little bit closer than, I guess, would have liked to be. 
Liberty was up 10 in the first half, pulled away, seemed to have it all in control, but then UNA closed in in the second half. Liberty was able to win 79-75, but UNA did take a lead there kind of in the second half. Um, Liberty closed back in. Darius had 21, Kyle Rode had 15, Blake Preston had 10, and Keegan McDowell had 10. What were some of your takeaways from that game? Yeah, it was definitely closer than expected just because we beat them by 20 the first two games, but also it's it's really hard to beat a team three times in a season. So mm-hmm. I think that, especially with North Alabama not being able to go to the March Madness, like this was their championship, the best that you know can happen for them. And so you knew that they were going to fight really hard. And they do have some talented players, and, and they're a bigger team than Liberty. So mm-hmm. I think credit to our guys for finishing strong, winning the third straight conference tournament title. Um, but it was, it was really awesome to see. Yeah, that's what UNA is lengthy and athletic. The two games, whenever they played here, um, I I noted that they just they had a lot of deflections in that game, and they they tried to press, and it gave us a little bit of difficulty late in the game, and that was kind of the same. Once the second half came out, they started pressing, and that gave Liberty a lot of difficulty. But um, Darius McGee really shown, and Kyle Rode as well in this game. The first two games, honestly, Darius seemed kind of quiet. I mean, he still scored double figures and led the team in against Kennesaw State, but it seemed like the baskets weren't coming as easily, and he still really had to work hard in the UNA game. He was getting trailed. Um, they were playing some very good defense on him, but he was still able to cross some guys up, get some step-back threes, and also get to the rim a couple times, had 21. So it was just awesome. Another ASUN championship win, um, the rundown ASUN tournament. It's great. I haven't seen any of the rankings, but they don't really matter at this point in the year now. The Flames are projected to be between a 12 and a 16 seed in projections. Most of them have Liberty as a 13 seed, and um, we'll go through that a little bit more later in depth. But for other sports, volleyball was swept by Kennesaw State this weekend on the road. Um, I don't. I think they play again this upcoming weekend. I don't know against who. I forgot to do that part of my research. Hockey once again swept Ohio on the road. They're off this weekend. They, they're going to have like six straight games against Ohio. In a few weeks, they'll play again here at LaHaye playing Ohio. So I guess they're just trying to really build up this rivalry or something. Um, football had some spring practice started. I know you were looking at – did you see – Cade was looking at Hugh Freeze's press conference. Did you see anything interesting from that? Um, it sounds like, you know, they're doing pretty good. Um, for the most part, pretty healthy. A few guys that they're keeping out. Um, the transfers all seem to be working out really well, especially the Washington mm-hmm. State transfer. And uh, the secondary seems to be pretty good. At least Coach uh, mentioned that about he was pleased. I think they're pretty thin at linebacker. That might be the oh. only concern of positions. And I think the starting center is out, and so they're working in some backups there. But for the most part, I think it's going well and just working on getting better for next year. That's great to hear. Uh, baseball had a they've had a big week after their win against Radford last Tuesday. They beat UCF all three times over the weekend, and which UCF was just coming off of a win against Ole Miss, who was number seven in the country at the time. And then Tuesday night, Liberty won eight to seven at UNC, and they're ranked in I think eighteenth in the country. Somebody said twenty third, another one said eighteenth. But either way, Liberty beat a ranked team. That's five straight wins for the Flames. Um, I forgot to to look at who they play again this weekend, but I know for a fact the next Tuesday UNC comes to Lynchburg. So I don't know if we can pack the stadium, 
but we can line the fence outside and cheer on those flames. That'll be, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I don't watch baseball much, but I've really wanted to go to this game. And after winning against UNC last night, I'm pretty excited. You think you might try to go, Cade? Yeah, I definitely think five time I'll go. Yeah, that's four o'clock in the afternoon too. So get out of your class, just walk on over, hop in line, stand on the fence. I don't, who knows? That'll be exciting. Um, softball, they beat Radford last Wednesday. They beat East Carolina twice on Friday and Saturday. And they beat Longwood a bunch of times, like Saturday, Sunday, and then they beat them Tuesday twice. Uh, they played two games last night. They've got some big upcoming challenges this weekend in the Oklahoma City Tournament. They play Oklahoma State twice, who's ranked fifth in the nation. They play Kansas City, and they play Oklahoma, who's ranked first in the nation. So it'd be some, it'd be a pretty big upset if Liberty Softball can pull it out, but I think they can do it. And then next Tuesday, they play your team, Cade, Arkansas, in Fayetteville. How do you feel about that? Um, I don't really keep up with softball much, so <laughs> that's what I expect. go Flames. Um, yeah. <laughs> pull off the – I don't even know if that's an upset. I feel like our softball team's pretty good, so. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be just intriguing to keep up with their scores. Soccer, I believe they had their – it's their first loss of the year. They lost at Bellarmine 1-2. They play a home exhibition versus University of Lynchburg Wednesday, and then they're home against Lipscomb Saturday um, for ASUN conference play. But that's sad that they got there. They were ranked 15th in the nation. I don't know if they'll drop out or if they'll stay ranked. I'm not exactly sure how soccer stuff works, but um, there's, they're still having a good season. I guess, I guess it happens in soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Byron finished 8th in Las Vegas, pretty, led some laps, pretty decent race. Race of Phoenix this week. Hopefully you'll win again. Now moving on to shout-outs. I guess I'll start with this. Darius McGee was the ace on tournament MVP. He, again, just he takes shots. He just gets them off. I'm like, how did you get that? And he's cool under pressure, too. Um, he had some big ones late against UNA. He didn't shoot particularly well to start. Actually, I can't remember if it was to start the game or to start the second half. But um, he kind of sat out for a little bit and then came in and hit a few deep threes and um kind of got liberty back on the on the right side of things so um congrats to darius ace on tournament mvp i mean i think he deserves it and the next shout out we have is kyle road and he definitely is such a huge factor on the team um felt like he kind of had a a quiet regular season till the end and then he started really contributing with how he distributes the ball and just his basketball iq um, and then in the tournament, made a couple big shots and ended mm-hmm. up making the all-tournament team. So definitely very impressive. And he hit a huge shot at the end of the North yeah. Alabama game, uh, a big three to put us in two possessions uh, with a little bit of time left. So definitely grateful for Kyle Road, and he's really a good leader on this team. Were you surprised with the way he shot in the tournament? I mean, a little bit, because normally I feel like he doesn't take a lot of threes or yeah. make most of them, but he... Uh, he definitely surprised me, especially because like last year he was super influential with the way he played, and then kind of this year he didn't play as well. Or at least, I don't know, there's so many weapons on this team. He was yeah. a smaller factor, and then he really has stepped up at the end of the season in the tournament. Yeah, so last year he he played a lot more <laughs> offensively, but then this year he's been more of like a behind-the-scenes. And I think against Bellarmine he was missing some threes and it's like he hasn't had that great of a year, and then he gets into the tournament and he's making shots. Do you think he possibly had a shot at or could have deserved tournament MVP, or do you think Darius still? Uh, I think it's still Darius just because 
Darius always hits the big shots when we need him. Uh, next one, Blake Preston. He was an impact player all weekend. He didn't he didn't make the all tournament team, which I think is a shame because he um, he was just such a big impact player. The I can't remember if it was Kennesaw State or Stet, I think it was Stetson game. He had four fouls and Coach McKay put him back in um, with like three or four minutes left, and he he didn't foul out of the game. He Played some stand-up defense against the Stetson big man, who's really difficult to play against, and that was huge. That was the game he had the double-double, and he also um, he was kind of quiet the last couple games. He didn't seem to be getting as much playing time. He was kind of in a rotation with Shiloh the last couple regular season games, but he showed up in a big way the last weekend during the tournament. And then we have Chris Parker, who has been just a huge part of this team, and I felt like he. Um, it was a big reason success, not even just regular season, but in the tournament because he, due to his experience at the Division II level, winning a conference championship last year at Henderson State, um, he knew what to expect and made some big free throws and just obviously big shots and the way he distributes the ball. And then he also made the all-tournament team, which I thought was well-deserved, and mm-hmm. I definitely think he makes his team go, even though Darius is kind of the big shot guy, but Chris really gets the offense humming. I also want to give a shout-out to Keegan McDowell. I don't know that we've said his name much um, this season, but he had a pretty big weekend as well. He, um, I think, didn't score below nine points in any of the games, and um, he hit some big threes, some big shots. Even he had like a mid-range shot one time. I was like, okay, Keegan, because it was a little bit of a dry spell for Liberty. But he played really well this weekend, provided a great spark for the team. He also... Um, I think it was the Stetson game. He fouled one of the Stetson players trying to keep him from getting a layup, and it was a hard foul. He basically grabbed him and threw him to the ground. It was an intentional, it was a right call. and But he, he got up. He was like, dang it. He went over and like walked straight over to the Stetson player and kind of apologized to him. And apparently he apologized to the coach too. I didn't notice that, but um, they said that on the broadcast. So at least like it was a hard foul. You don't want to ever, ever do that. But at least he went over and owned up to it. And then also there's a basketball manager that got a shout-out from Jay Billis for hitting a half-court shot on his birthday. So that happened yesterday. That's pretty cool. Um, Just some other fun facts and statements. So this is five straight 20-win seasons, four straight championship games, three straight regular season titles, and three straight ASUN tournament titles and NCAA tournament bids. So start of a dynasty, is that... Can we use that word now, Cade? I think so. I mean, the basketball video had that word in it so that the team put out at the beginning of a dynasty. So I definitely think so. Um, I think as long as Richie McKay's directing this program, we're going to compete for championships, especially in the A-Sun. Yeah, so Liberty is the first A-Sun team to win three straight regular season and tournament titles. And the Liberty Jokers noted that in 2015 to 2016 season, Liberty won 13 games. And now we're averaging like 25. I mean, last year won 30. 30 plus, or was it just 30 games? It was 30 games. The year before that, we won 29. Mm-hmm. So. Last year could have been more if we had the tournament. RIP. Um, Liberty is 47 and 7 in conference play since joining the ASUN. That's just an incredible record. I don't have my phone to do the math or percentages, but... And they've only lost to, like, Stetson, Lipscomb, and FGCU, I think. I I think it's uh, North Florida. Is that not what I said? 
Oh, I said SEC. Oh, my bad. I meant in my mind, <laughs> I pictured North Florida. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, also, speaking of North FGCU, I forgot to mention earlier. Um, I guess I accidentally deleted it. The women's team got swept by FGCU this weekend, but they're, they're the two seed in the ASUN women's tournament. So that's big for them. They have a shot. I think I, I'm pretty sure, though, they have to win the tournament to be able to make it in. But that's coming up this weekend. Go women. Um, and then also, Coach McKay is named finalist for the Ben Job Coach of the Year Award, which that goes to the top minority coach. And then um, he's also been named as a finalist for the Hugh Durham National Coach of the Year, which is the top mid-major coach who has built winning programs at three universities. At least that's what the description that I read said. Hmm. So that seems kind of, I don't know, seems oddly specific, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know he's been here and he's been at um, UVA. Hmm. What's, what's the New other Mexico one? State, he was New the Mexico head coach. State. Okay. He restarted the program at like Seattle Pacific as the head coach. And then he was at another like West Coast school. Oh, really? Um, was it UNLV? I don't know, maybe. I don't but know. <laughs> he was at another West Coast school here's also a non-liberty thing that i saw on the internet reddit college football brought up this point after three straight upsets in the sunbelt conference tournament appalachian state is heading to their first ncaa tournament since 2000 so congrats to app state it's pretty big for them they upset georgia state which georgia state was the one seed that helps liberty with seeding but uh reddit cfb said the app state will probably be a 16 seed which means they might play Michigan <laughs> and if you're a big college football fan you will know that a few years ago I think it was like 2013 or something App State upset Michigan and it was a huge deal because Michigan was like top five in the country and App State was FCS too yes yeah. <laughs> you think do you think uh that might happen if Michigan's a one seed I mean I hope so I think App State would be pretty hype for that matchup <laughs> the second one seed to ever lose <laughs> Yeah, I missed that game. I was so mad when my dad called me and let me know that Virginia lost. <laughs> Moving on to the Fan the Flame segment. It's going to look a little bit different today. We only have one question that's actually going <laughs> to be like a Fan the Flames type style question where we agree Fan the Flames or we douse the Flames and disagree. But um, I guess the first question is Fan the Flames on naming the new arena the McKay Center. I definitely fan the flames for that. I think McKay Center or Richie McKay Arena, you know, something like that. Um, I mean, he deserves it. He's the best coach that we've ever had. And, some, I mean, the success is just due to his leadership and the players that he's brought in. Yeah, I also fan the flames for that. Um, I think we should – I think we should definitely, like – Make up something where it's like ring, like there's the every kiss begins with K. The, the mm. jewelry store, Coach Richie McKay gets a bunch of rings. <sighs> put something like that together. Maybe put on a T-shirt. I'm trying to think of a really good slogan, but it's not coming to my mind. Every right ring now. begins with K. <laughs> every ship begins <laughs> with the K. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, all the trophies, whatever. So the next topic um, does. The A-Sun want Liberty to stay or leave. You were kind of, I guess, you were talking to me about this the other day. What's what's some of the stuff that's happening, Cade? Um, I just come up on different discussion boards that I was looking at about how the A-Sun, you know, might be annoyed with playing Liberty. Because not just in basketball, but we tend to win a lot of other sports and have since we joined three years ago. 
Um, and a lot of it has to do with us being a, lib- a bigger university and having a lot more uh, money in the athletic department and being able to have nicer facilities and recruit better than some of these other smaller schools. And so it was just a question of, you know, the other schools being frustrated because they feel like they might not be able to compete. Um, you know, and just the athletic department's opinions. Uh, I mean, these are fans' opinions, but, you know, yeah. thinking about what the athletic departments might feel. Uh, I think as a conference, I guess, so the question is, does the ASUN wants to stay? I, yeah. I think I fan the Flames. I think the conference definitely does. I think just the way they're expanding and the exposure they get if Liberty is good, um, they definitely do. And it's still, it's not like it's not competitive. I mean, obviously, like, it was a very competitive championship game and very close mm-hmm. in the first two rounds. Um, and I think especially with the conference expanding with new schools that it'll be a very competitive league next year and potentially a two-bid league so yeah um, I suppose I'll also fan the flames I mean there is the people that are tired of Liberty I guess Liberty winning and stuff but on the flip side Liberty keeps going to the NCAA tournament I mean I think Liberty is the team that has the best shot at pulling upsets and that brings notoriety both to the school and to the conference and that and also with Liberty winning conference games I don't know if you mentioned this or not but that brings more money to the conference as well so I guess from a from the Ace Suns point of view, they probably do want that. And then, as you mentioned, it will be getting more competitive. Um, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how this progresses, especially as the Ace Suns starts this football and see kind of how Liberty reacts to all of it, if Liberty wants to keep moving up or if we're content where we're at right now. So this last one, I guess it's not as much of a fan of the flames as a where do you think Liberty's going to end up. But we're just going to talk a little bit about the Liberty seating projection and who the Flames might play. Um, and all the mock-up brackets, the Sea of Red did a great job breaking it down in like every single mock bracket. There's one bracket that has Liberty as a 12 seed. Liberty is a 13 seed in 87 brackets. Liberty is a 14 seed in 40 brackets. The Flames are at a 15 seed in two brackets. And there's only one bracket that has Liberty as a 16 seed. So... Um, like I don't, I don't think, I don't see Liberty being a 16 or 15 seed, but I also think we may need some help to get a 12 seed. Um, I think the 13 seed is most likely right now. What are you thinking, Cade? Yeah, I agree with that. 13 is where I'd put us at right now. I think, or I think the experts, I guess, would put us at. Um, but if if some more one seeds keep losing in their conference tournaments, you can mm-hmm. definitely see Liberty slide up into a twelve, which yeah. I think would be really helpful for us trying to win a game. Yeah, there have been a lot of one seeds that have lost. I don't I don't know if that's typical of mid majors. I haven't I've never really kept up with all of them in the past, but um, it's like every day there's two or three one seeds that lost in either one of their tournament games or in their championship games. So. Hopefully that's that definitely Liberty was at a 14 seed. It's already moved them up to a 13. Hopefully it's enough to get the Flames up to a 12 seed. Um, who do you think Liberty may play? Who do you want to play? Who do you not want to play in the first round? Uh, it's hard to say who we will play. I've seen some that say Oklahoma State. Other ones say Purdue again. Um, I I wouldn't want to play Purdue again. I mean, it might be an advantage. I don't know because we've played them yeah. once, but also, I mean, they just have that big man is is such a threat. Uh, I'd be curious to see in the second game how we would do. And obviously, Coach McKay is a great coach, so see the adjustments he would make. Um, I would, 
and this is something like other people I saw disagreed with online, and they were saying they wouldn't want to play Virginia, but I kind of would want to play Virginia. Yeah. I get we both run the same defense, so there's not much of a surprise there, but I just feel like we have a little more firepower than Virginia. I think their defense is probably better, uh, and like you've said that before, but uh, I think we could outscore Virginia, especially like both knowing how the pack line works. I feel like that game would come down to offense more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so those are my kind of takes. Yeah, I I really like to play Virginia, kind of as you said. The defenses are pretty similar, but I feel like Liberty's more explosive on offense. And also, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like McKay would run plenty of pack line defense against, like in scrimmages and stuff in practice. I feel like the guys who know how to play pack line would also know how to score on it, especially with the way Liberty plays offense and with the, the way Liberty can score. Um, I've seen a few other. I think I'd like a matchup against Oklahoma State. They have that Cade Cunningham, who's really good. But, um, I mean, Elijah Cuffey's a terrific defender, although maybe playing against somebody like that, it might be more difficult to stop. But I don't know that Oklahoma State's played against the pack line defense, and um, I feel like that'd be an, at least a good matchup for Liberty. Um, I saw some projections, like against Florida State. No thanks. <laughs> um are also I've seen some against Arkansas and I don't want that to happen because Wait, really? Cade, yeah. Oh gosh. Um I I yeah, for for Cade's sake I don't want that to happen, but also I do feel like Arkansas is really they have a seven foot three guy and <laughs> that would give Liberty problems, but they're also pretty electric offensively. Um and they're really on a roll too these last couple weeks, so um yeah, I don't know. I UV, UVA would be a pretty cool matchup in state rivalry. I'm cu- I'm just so curious to see how far Liberty gets in the tournament. Um, hopefully, we can make it to Sweet 16. Go dancing this year, <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so we we're actually talking. We might either upload a bonus episode or just kind of do like a live reaction and stitch it in next week's episode for Selection Sunday on Sunday night. I believe that's at six. Is one of these is usually six or seven but um yeah looking forward to that and just seeing where liberty's gonna be is there anything else we should talk about Cade? no i'm just excited to watch these tournaments and definitely selection sunday is gonna be fun yeah yeah for sure um well Go check us out. Follow us on Instagram, SparkPod1971, and go click on the link in the bio for Teespring. Look at some of the t-shirt designs. I think the t-shirt got in today. I got a package that I got to go pick up, and I think it's Rachel's t-shirt that she won on my giveaway, like, all the way back in December. (laughs) So, um, finally got that, but, yeah, it's been a good week for Liberty Athletics. There's some big challenges coming up all around, especially for, as I mentioned, this baseball, softball, uh, women's trying to make the NCAA tournament. And basketball kind of has a week off to prepare for the NCAA tournament. So um, still as busy as ever in Liberty Athletics, but um, it's great to recap it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Join the SparkPod, a better way to hear about your favorite team.